a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to you, Ham. Ahoy, sir. And ahoy to you, Jacko. Ahoy. And ahoy to Travis and Julia in the United States. Hey, Hamish. Hello. And Andy. We're here in Glacier National Park. Just finishing up a road trip through beautiful Montana, and so far we've seen some amazing things. Such as a ton of bison. Uh, Two grizzly bears. One wolverine. Two moose. And about 12 Volkswagen Tiguans. (laughs) Anyway, all the best from the road. Hugs and kisses to you both. Respectfully. Travis. And Julia. Now, first of all, lovely to hear from them and a lovely couple and they're doing the alternating line like when you used to do the family answering machines, <laughs> which was nice. Yeah. Or if you're uh, in one direction in the early years and you yes, had to do a, doing a radio promo. A radio station, yes. Um, but having said that, and thank you. and that is good for, Well done. I mean, you're out in the wilderness and mm. you've done something even more difficult than seeing 12 Tiguans in the wild, which is uploading the audio file. <laughs> On the Tiguan. They wouldn't have seen that many. You're lying. You're absolutely lying. I don't think there's 12 made. Um, I I mean, there was that time I saw three of the same make and same colour in a row, Mm. the the motorcade of Tiguans, but one of them was my dad's. Yes. We were leaving leaving an animal show, a rural show together. Mm. And um, so that, you know, I knew I was expecting one, but you were surprised to see three in a row. I'm still not convinced that happened. I don't think they saw <laughs> I'd be... Oh, I wonder if there was CCTV. We were parked in a paddock. <laughs> but I wonder if I could get the traffic light footage from nearby. Uh, but I don't think they saw 12. No. Wolverine is impressive, though, to see a Wolverine. We've, had, we've run into one in the wild. Yeah, yeah. Not as fierce as you'd think, but yes. then when you hear them and see yeah. their claws, yeah, they'd take you apart. Yeah, the guy handling it certainly fiercer than us. Yeah. Certainly more of an unknown yeah, than the Wolverine. He, and his mate. <laughs> <laughs> for those who have seen yeah. our Perfect Holiday TV show. For those who have seen TV Perfect Holiday, a little, little bit of a, a, a tidbit for you there. Hey, Ando, mm. um, can I give everyone a quick update here? Mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can. You can give an update. <laughs> Everything's ready for later in the show. Like, 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 you know how DJs do it and they obviously switch it to just so they can hear it? Yeah, yeah. Was that what you were trying to do, Joe? I was trying to turn off on one thing and I turned on on another. Yeah. Important. Again, like a that DJ. He's, that he's not on the International Space Station or something. <laughs> Whoops. We decoupled when we should have closed the doors before we did. Sorry, sorry everyone. You would have felt a little bit of a draft there for a second. That's just the void of space. I just very, very quickly opened the door, but it's all back now. All good now. Oopsie doopsie. Um, can I give you a quick update? There's not an upset, Andy. Okay. Um, I... I've, I, I'm, one thing I've been really quite enjoying lately, or this year, mm-hmm. with my little boys in year one, is doing canteen duty. Ah, uh, yes, and you I've get seen at our, you. At, 
And he's a primary school. I've done it a few times now. And I have a great time. You've doing earned it. you're in touch with the common man T-shirt by mm. going and doing canteen duty for sure. You, kids, as soon as you it? leave mm. in whatever car you're driving, <laughs> it gets a raise. But at the time, when I get when I get picked up in the the hybrid Lexus or by whatever the driver's name is, yeah. I, I switch T-shirts. But at school, yeah. I wear the in touch with the common man. Funnily enough, though, a lot of the kids ask like, mm. "How much do you get paid to do this?" They they seem to be quite fascinated. The canteen. Yeah, they're always at the window going, what are you, do-? you know, like, what are you doing here? Like, do you work? He was like, no, you just, you know, you're allowed to come and help out. You put your name on a roster. Yeah. And they're like, what do you get paid? <laughs> well, nothing. And they're all like, nothing. It's like, well, you actually, I actually, you do get, you can eat whatever you want. Oh. Well, correction on that, because it's, Alana is the You thought you lady. had that rule, that rule at Video Easy, but it's <laughs> that you were just stealing. In this case, you can eat whatever you want and the the owners of the store can know about it. Ah. But um, in Video Easy, no, we d- I didn't tell Jill and Steve what I was up to. It was more, <laughs> more of a private project where I was eating two to three Magnum Egos a shift. <laughs> <laughs> but at the canteen, I thought you could, because you get a free lunch order for your kid. So oh, yeah. I go okay. in and, and I just make, I fill out Sunny's lunch and just have an absolute, it's like supermarket sweep. I'm right. just cramming it full, yep. just loving it. You do his lunch order. It's actually quite a lot of pressure doing the lunch orders because you and I, it's like working in a hospo because mm. it's like, come on, you know, we've got an hour. You're going to get like, you're going to get all the right amounts of stuff. And the kids coming made. up and placing their order or are you getting it on a, like an app or paper bag, like a paper bag? Oh, it's still the paper bag system. Still a paper bag, yeah. Oh, I mean, it comes in on an app, but then you write it on a paper bag. And then, so then you've got like 60 lunches yep. to go, you know, two pizza scrolls in this. Okay. This one needs a juice. Yep. And then there's a kid a come up and f- show his, his ID and then you... Then you put them in the boxes and they get taken off to the class. The monitors come and get them just before lunch. Oh. Then during lunch, you'll get some of the cash transactions. But the, 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 the yep, hecticness the hec- is gone of getting it ready for that lunch rush. Yep. You'll get, and then they'll bring their tickets for any frozen items. They might have a twisted, you know, or a, oh, yeah. a uh, you know, Zuba Duper type, you know, a politically and correct Zuba Duper with its fruit juice thing. And would you be putting a, um, a ticket in the paper bag? You so staple like it the, to the front. You staple, <laughs> staple it to the front. So you can know yeah. if you've done it already. It, yes. <clears throat> you clearly haven't done canteen duty because if yeah. you put it in the paper bag, yeah. you'd be you'd look at the orders and you'd be ruffling through the bag, wasting a lot of time. Yep. You would love doing canteen duty with Alana because her systems are yeah. phenomenal. Can it she be know, improved? She's got, that was my first feeling. <laughs> Were you well, there thinking, can it be improved? It, but look, it probably can. Like if, <laughs> if like, you know... PricewaterhouseCoopers came in. I'm sure they could do like an audit and and Find and, and, and gut it yeah. <laughs> completely. Like you know, mm. probably sack a lot. Poor thing. You know, she's been doing it for like 15 years or something. Yep. But they'd get rid of her and yeah, install a robot or whatever. Yep. But it, that, but that's the fun of the canteen. Like it's always Alana, and then you go as the parent. You kind of learn right. the ropes. Does she like you? Do you reckon as a helper? I think she. I yeah. I think I'm not a bad helper. Although I did have I did have a mishap where I was under the impression we could eat whatever we wanted <laughs> as the. <laughs> As the worker, I, she said it was never specified, but I was like, no, that, I thought we were sort of saying in a jokey way, because yeah. she just is like, she's all across, she knows every kid and like yep. across every order, she's a gun. And there's, there's these little mini pizza scrolls that yeah. are only a dollar and they're kind of, you know, they're like the size of a party sausage roll. Yep. No, and they are just very Moorish. Yes. And so I, when I'm on the hot food and I'm putting all the, like the, the sausage rolls, the garlic bread and stuff in the bag and you're burning through all the year levels and you're working quite fast on the hot food, garlic getting it out of the pot. Would have loved that. 
Oh yeah, I was smashing a few of those too. And so you're getting them out of the pot, out of the food warmer, and you, mm. you're you're putting all the orders in. And I'm just eating quite a few pizza scrolls yeah. as I'm going on. Then Alana gets to. Th- then we switch over, and I'm on toasted sandwiches or something. Then I hear her yell out, "What's going on here? How? What have I done today?" A bit no. and I'm like, "Oh, stay out of it." <laughs> He's like. How have I done this? She goes, God, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm getting, I'm losing it. I've sworn there was enough pizza rolls. <laughs> You're losing it to the fat guy at the other end. <laughs> oh, Sorry, are you down pizza rolls? She goes, yeah, I'm down three pizza rolls. I thought I had more than enough in here. I went, right, is there a specific amount of pizza rolls that need to be? <laughs> gotcha. And so then we did have, we that really caused a wrinkle in the production line because then we had to turn the oven, the pizza warmer up. Yeah. Get some frozen ones out, oh. racing the clock to get the pizza scrolls yeah. ready for, you know, 3C or whoever was waiting on their mm. pizza scrolls. Mm. Got them oh. in. Not a disaster. While she um, plays defence on you <laughs> for those, those extra ones. <laughs> well, if you're putting more in, let's chuck a few extras in. But here's the thing. So during the during once the pressure had died down, I realised, uh-oh, I, I need to do a poo. Um, right. And you're at school. Yeah. Now... Kids don't poo at school. Primary school kids, here's really? a little tip for you guys, you know, if, if and when the time comes and you're like, you'll realise, you think they would because all at home you're like, you know, you yeah. as you're going through toilet training, you're like, you know, we've got to get you ready for when you go to school. And kids are like, no, no, no. No one poos at school. You don't poo at school. Your time you poos for your mornings and you're not, you, you do right. a wee at school. Yep. But very rarely would a kid poo at school. And until grade two, if you're doing a weird school, you pull your pants down to your all the way down, and your undies all the way. Down. <laughs> yeah, if you're until, a boy, yeah, that's right. Until someone tells you that that's not, the way to do <laughs> it's it. not how they do it when you get to an office. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm sitting here, and so I, I'm aware of this now because Sonny's in year one. I'm aware of the stigma that surrounds a poo. All right, and so. Two big questions are in my mind. First of all, like, do I? I don't go to the kids' toilet. Like, no. they have little toilets. <laughs> You'd think so, wouldn't you? They, they do have little yeah. toilets. And I'm like, I can't, yeah. can't be putting this frame on that <laughs> no, toilet. No. Especially not because you don't want a kid walking in going and then me walking out and then, like, this could, could I'm, mm. I realise I'm in a situation where I could ruin his school career. Yep. Like, you could he could be in year six and it would be the kind of thing on the basketball court would be like, hey, remember when your dad came to school and did a huge boot? <laughs> and you're like, you know, if yeah. something yes. went wrong, that kind of, yep. you don't escape that. No. So I'm like, okay, well, I definitely need... There needs to be a staff type toilet. Yeah. I'm sure there's a staff toilet. Do you ask so Alana? Ask Alana what's going on. She goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, down, you know, go out, turn left, turn right, whatever. Go down. It's just as lunch is starting. Yep. So there's, start, there's kids milling around and this staff toilet's very visible. It's like next to where everyone's playing down ball. Right. And, <laughs> it, you know, you're not disappearing into the corridors of the yeah. school. Basically, the door's on the outside of the school. Oh, and no. it's one, And so they know what's going on in there. <laughs> yeah. So I go, All right, Blake, if ever you had a gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> This is it. Because if those kids get even the slightest hint of what you're doing in there, yeah. this could be the thing where it's like, remember, your dad came to school. So I loudly announced to a teacher, oh, is this all right if I just go here and do a quick wee? Right? Very far. Like, get the wee. You got to, and everyone's like, yeah, that's fine. Because, you know, that's, that's a normal thing to ask at school. Yep. Jump in for like flying through it, flying through it. <laughs> then to add a little bit of extra. This is a move I've never really discussed too much on the podcast, but right. to add a tiny bit of extra Flair. authenticity yep. to why you might have taken so long coming out of the toilet, like, mm. you know, why you might have been longer than a wee mm. and edging into poo territory. Once you've quickly washed your hands, 
don't have time to dry them, but do a quick shirt dry because mm. drying takes up a lot of time. Do a quick shirt dry, grab your phone. And then I came out of the toilet on the phone. So it looks, uh, like, looks like not only did I yep, do yep. my business in there, I've been chatting on the phone. <laughs> no chance did I do a boo in the toilet. So I come out and then I'm like, okay, mate, see you later. And then the kids, because they're just kids, they're like, who are you on the phone to? Because there's a lot because <laughs> there's a lot of Lego chat at school. Yeah. They just want to know about Lego. I said Brickman. Great. So I said Brickman. <laughs> yeah. And and we were talking about maybe doing kids' Lego masters. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, my God, that would be amazing. <laughs> that's it. So that's the story you should remember. It's not, not locked, not signed off on yet. Yeah. But, yeah, but, uh, that's what we were talking about. Certainly didn't do a poo. <laughs> wasn't doing a poo. Wasn't doing a poo, so that's not the story. <laughs> hey, it's time for an update on this. Yes, our digital horse racing stable it was meant to have grown this week. Obviously, Thundercastle is the main girl. Yeah. And but we put it out to breed just for a week. <laughs> and joining us now, our trainer, Doofy. Doofy, ahoy to you. Digital ahoy. How are you going, lads? Great. Mate, this is exciting. Um, tell us, how did we go? Did we pop out two newies? We bred two pretty unnamed foals. Okay. He does sound like your. You does sound like. I'm sorry, Diffy. I know you are happily engaged, man, but it does make it sound like you're personally breeding with the horse here. <laughs> 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 and, and it does sound like you're you're the proud parent <laughs> and you're willing to donate your. So uh, yeah, they're 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 full horses, aren't they? They're not centaurs. They're not half man, half horses. No, these are real horses uh, in the really. digital world, I digital guess. World. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doofy, how One does this work? One looks a little bit like you. How does this work? Does, do, you, did you have to, do we have to buy, like, a stud to, like, send in with her? Yeah. So what we have is the mare. So um, when you have the mare, you essentially pay a stud fee. Okay. And whether or not you own the stud, you still have to pay a fee. The, the owner of the stallion sets the stud fee. And okay. so what it is, uh, when, it, when it's our turn to go in and have a look in the, in the breeding barn or the stud farm, um, <laughs> it's our job to sort of go in and look at, the, look at the race record of the horse, trying to get an understanding of its attributes and how good it is, and then try and find the best value for money um, without spending a ridiculous amount of money, but find something that is really good at a good price that we want to then put our mare in. Um, and her at, with. at uni, Andy briefly worked at the stud barn, <laughs> um, and it was an interesting time in his career. Mm, mm. Um, hey, Doofy, did we get a Z like a Z one, a Z two? Yeah, can we get, we, know, how, can we get a primo, primo the stud? The best yeah, Z ones down to Z tens. It goes, it goes the other way, so you you can't breed your way up. <laughs> unfortunately, what do you mean? Um, so when you breed. Um, with the Z numbers, what essentially happens is you can go all the way up to 268. That's the maximum. Yep. And when you have, for example, what we have here is a five, and one of the breeds that we did was with a Z4, it produces a Z9. Ah. Yeah, yes. right. So, you can, you, so the, the, and no more Z1s can ever be made. No. But you could get a Z1 and a Z1 to create a Z2. Yes. Okay, we've got a Z9, though. We're in the top ten. I like that. Okay, so we've got... Two that we have to name, and, can, and when can they race? How, how how young are they now, and how quickly do they grow? As soon as we've named them, they can hit the racetrack. 
Wow, that's straight out and straight out of mum and straight onto the track. I uh, love the only pre- <laughs> prerequisite is you have to have a name. Okay. Ando, I mean, what are your thoughts for, for names? Well, I felt like we should think about show and famous things that have happened in the show. So I've got yeah, right. three suggestions for you. Oh, right. Okay. Hmm. Two, foot, sure. two Foot Tony. Yeah, love. That's a good, that is a great, that is a great horse name, especially because it, will lull the other horses into a false sense of security. Yep. What about Chit Chat Champion? Like that as well. What about The Simpsons Guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, at least if it comes last, we'll go, what did you expect? <laughs> you expect? I mean, it is The Simpsons Guy. It's the absolute, it's the universal benchmark yeah. of disappointment. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing an Earl Squirrelson out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over time. Yep, nice and easy, Adam Labreeze is another one. <laughs> That'd be I good. Could. Yep. A Zio Pino. Zio Pino. Um, any of those jumping out at you, Jack? Yeah, I love the Simpsons guy. And yep. I thought, didn't we say early on that must be nice would be a great name for a horse? It sounds like a good one. Okay. Yep. The Simpsons guy and must be nice are our two horse names, please, Doofy. Enter them in and may they race as swiftly as they can. So we've got one Colt and one Philly. Mm-hmm. So obviously we'll go for the Simpsons guy as the as the Colt, the yep. male horse. Yep. yep. And must be nice for the um, Philly mare. Is there is there a backup in case one of these names? And I'm assuming if any, it's going to be must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. I don't think the Simpsons guy is going to be taken, but it must be nice. People avoiding that. Well, which one? Which Let, one? Let's go to um, Two Foot two Tony. Foot, love Two Foot Tony, yeah. Two Foot Tony for a girl, though? What's Tony mean? Yeah, yeah. Two Foot Tony Colette. Yep. It's, yeah. it's, it's the exact number of feet she has. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. All right. We'll check back in with you to see how they're going. We've got very uh, low expectations for the Simpsons guy. <laughs> We're hoping Two Foot Tony uh, can reign supreme. Um, we could have gone One Knee Noni if we wanted it to be a female, but I think Two Foot Tony feels like and it. We're going to have horses flying out of that stud barn. Yeah. Don't worry. There's going to be more horses to, <laughs> tonight. Thank you, Doofy. Good to chat, Go on you, Doof. Catch you later. Hey, the Common Man t-shirts uh, flying out the door. Stack them high, watch them fly, as Hogs always says. Uh, I think about 90% sold through, so if you... Wanted to get your hands on the last of them, go to hamishnanny.com. Joining us now, though, is Hogs from he, Distribution Centre. He has been at top of an enormous mm. logistical program. The government seriously eyeing him off to run the vaccination <laughs> rollout <laughs> after seeing what he, this man is capable of. How are you, Hogs? Oh, good, boys. I'm yep. uh, satisfied and good. Yes, you've been very happy with your work? <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, the... The the change from books to t-shirts has almost been just um, you know seamless. Oh, really? Uh, right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a uh, a very yeah. high quality scene, depending on which one you go for. Uh, for all us, and so you, obviously you mentioned that you've had your team of packers. You had the checker. It all seems that, to be. That, that's really yeah. where we focused a lot on last week. How's the how's the how's it all going there? The good? System good. System's great. I think yeah. we di- we did get one complaint. We we got something wrong. Uh, and someone we've had to, you know, send out. But if we didn't have the checker, mm. you know, it, it would, could have been, been, yeah, real bad. 
Right. Could be more. Right. right. Mm. That's why yeah. I bring it up because we've got more than one complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Uh, so let me just just do a sample here. This so is from Patrick Goldsmith. I know you're talking to us from the production line there. Just pause, <laughs> pause the distribution here while we quickly audit the process. Yeah, this is from Patrick Goldsmith. I think Hogs is, is having real trouble at the distribution centre. There's nothing more less than a com- than the common man than receiving two lost touch with the common man T-shirt when I only ordered one. Oh, must be very nice. So I think oh, he he's ordered an, so he has he ordered an in touch with the command and he's received two lost touches. I think that's what happened. We'll let you sort that out with him as I move on to the next one. This is from Jack. Ahoy! Wow, not exactly that's... where to not sure exactly where to send this, but figured emailing you guys is the best start. I ordered two in touch with the common man shirts, one for me and one for my brother. Was very excited to open the package, but there was only one shirt in the bag total. That sounds like something that should have is been. Is there a separate package oh. coming? Unlikely. Unlikely. I the checker say. wouldn't have done that. <laughs> he said, or has the checker failed me? <laughs> um, he goes, P.S. I did not opt for customer oh. service. Maybe I had this coming. So that is a good point. <laughs> One of our riskier customers. <laughs> Was that the laugh of someone that thinks it's off their plate, Hawks? <laughs> Jacob, last week I ordered an in-touch in the Common Man shirt. I received it yesterday. Was quite delighted. However, today I opened my door with a bit of for a bit of fresh air currently in lockdown in South Australia. And lo and behold, there was another shirt there, <laughs> both with the same order number. <laughs> so, yes, he says, as a common man, I think it's my civic duty to notify you of the situation. Happy to return one, happy to pay for it. I'm not a jack. <laughs> Very in touch. Yes. Very in touch. Another okay. one here from Rebecca. I won't read it out, but look, Hawks, How many more? How many more? What are we talking? Look, that's just my side of the fence. Yeah, we get we, we get fifty percent of the. I get fifty percent of the emails. Hamish gets the others, and so stuff's, stuff's coming in, Hogs. And we you talked up the the flawlessness of the checker um, for people with problems. There is a a web on the website hamishandy.com in the shop. There is the right uh, customer service email. Call uh, set, send any problems yes. to them. Don't we, send them to us. No, no, we're like, sloppy on this. Yeah. We do want to. <clears throat> we do want to reiterate though. You do not have to have purchased the additional customer service <laughs> if there is a warehouse error. error. Yes, I mean buying a small and getting sent an extra large. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Kermit the Frog T-shirt. <laughs> From some other line Hawks is running. That's on the warehouse mm. and you don't have to hang your head and go, well, I should have spent a dollar for customer service. Mm. You, the customer service only comes into play once you've received exactly what you bought yep. and you wish to refund that item. So with st- strong issues like this on this show, Hogs, to try and get the point across and make it really clear, we often turn to song. Yeah, we do. And we turn to our best songman, which is Jack. We said, Jack, can you whip up a beat? Because we've got, we feel like we have to put these grievances in song. The checker was sold to us as the absolute gold standard mm. of quality assurance. Um, you know, nothing nothing would slip through the cracks with the checker at the helm. Yep. It appears that's not the case. Doesn't seem like it's the case. Hence this song. Mm. Say you have a warehouse mecca, you'll never make an error because you have a checker. But now your distribution center is the center of attention. People are writing in, they 
they got the wrong thing. This girl, Rebecca Sinner, strongly worded letter said the T-shirt that you sent her never made it through her letterbox, and all she got was debit on her credit card instead of getting sent it. She wants you to do better. Who's checking on the checker? Mm, it's basic. Who's checking on the checker? Yeah. Let's break it down. This checker is a god with ultimate power. Signing off on T's hour after hour. It's not rocket science. See, it's levels of redundancies. You need another layer, like lasagna needs cheese. You're dancing on hot coals in a game you cannot win. You're playing pizza lotto and guessing dim sim. When you're launching a nuke, you need two keys, which is why we come to you and we ask you, please. Who's checking on the checker? Who's checking on the checker? What up? You said you had an early team, a team of dreams, but now it seems mistakes are pouring from the seams. Who is running this regime? The packing group you put in place. We formalise a strong complaint, but I know you won't pass on the letter because your nephew is the checker. That's right, folks. His nephew is the checker. Who's checking on the checker? It's your brother or sisters or your wife, brother or sister's son. Your nephew is the checker. Will is his name? Willie or won't he? He won't. We have proof. Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, maybe we need to get a, another checker. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, well, Hawks, before we want you to respond in song. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hogs, I've blown the whole thing open. It's your yeah, nephew and he, it's your nephew and his mates that are responsible yeah. for yep. distribution. So, Will, your nephew's the checker, Hogs. Mm. That's why you are so keen. It makes a lot of sense now. You're so keen to protect this family it's member. <laughs> it's a cover up that goes all the way to the top. <laughs> um, so, Hogs, what's your announcement with regards to that? Are you going to stand down? <laughs> Well, there was there was, a, there was a there was a slight issue on on the first run that I I didn't tell you guys because I thought we'd sorted it out, but mm, a few slipped through. Yep. So what we we double printed just a few labels early. Yeah. So up. we we double sent out, but what what Australia Post do is that when it gets scanned twice, they reject it and then send it back. Uh, so I thought the boys will never know about this. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the Australia Post need to check up. <laughs> so Hawks, we're going to tell people to go to hamishnanny.com uh, and if you've got any worries, yep. use the uh, the customer service section there. Sorry, well, no, the, yeah, the, the warehouse error section or the customer <laughs> feedback section because, again, it's not the same as the customer no, service. No, no, no. To purchase it. Hogs, I know we're having a bit of a laugh, but to do you have a direct response for Rando's question before, mm. will you resign? <laughs> people are calling. People, people are calling, calling for your head. head. What is your response? No, I'm gonna. No. I'm gonna be strong, and I'm gonna. You know, and I'll, I'm here for for the good, yep. and and yeah. I'll I will improve. Defiant. There is no doubt about that. <laughs> Defiant, <laughs> as people call for his head, he has opted the very popular no thanks option. <laughs> 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 when people call for your resignation, I'll pass. <laughs> I, I insist on giving my job. Um. 
Ando, an interesting special skill fell on my side of the fence. Now, people that are, you know, devout listeners or analytical Mm. listeners to this podcast would know, hmm, sometimes the guys, sometimes the skill's just happening. Other times it's being uh, audited and poured over and analysed and auditioned before it happens. This is one such skill. A, A young man was put forward by his friend that has a special skill that is... Mario Kart related. Oh. Now, we have a young Mm. man on our team. (laughs) We do, don't we? Whose ears have pricked up. Yes. And Would you like him to come in? Yeah, just like he's had a mushroom. He's got a little bigger (laughs) as he walks in. Um because he He's our gamer. He's our gamer. Mike is our gamer. Gamer Mike is jumping on the mic. Hello, Mikey. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming in the room. (laughs) It's good to be back. Thank you for having me come in. Um, Mike, so when when you hear that someone um, has a Mario skill, without even telling you what the skill is, what percentage chance do you think you have that you could also do the skill? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm too confident with Mario Kart. I'm more of a crash team racing kind of guy. I think that's the superior kart racing game. Okay. Um, but I I mean, I'd be willing to hear it out. What are the chances that, what level of impressed you might be? Like it's a higher bar, isn't it? Well, I I mean, is it a, is it a time trial kind of thing? Does it mean he can race, is his skill that he can race the time trials fast? What if it was? Um, well, I've done, I've done all the time trials in crash team racing, mm, so yeah. I'd be willing to do a crash team racing themed. <laughs> Hang on, are you trying to change? You are so pivoting the game. To do okay. a crash team just, racing. Just, just someone who has Can no you... idea what crash team racing yeah. is. Hey, by the, the way, Mike, by the way, yeah. everyone knows Mario Kart. Yeah, no, no one knows, knows crash team, team racing. racing. Doesn't that, well, isn't that a giveaway that Mario's to explode this week? Because <laughs> the crash yeah. team racing support is going to be huge. Do you know crash isn't team racing? Isn't that a giveaway that Jack, you're, you're I kind don't know? You're kind of borderline nerd. You kind of sometimes. He's I'm a not a game. gaming nerd. Okay. I, I was a Pokemon nerd as well. But mm. I played. The only time I played Crash Team Racing was at Mike's house, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to play because like when you it. play somebody, like it, when you play somebody who has the game, they win yeah. easily. And I said, "Well, you'll win easily." And he's like, "No, no, it'll still be fun." And then he won easily. And it wasn't and was fun. It fun? So he was f- throwing the equivalent of the turtles in Mario Shell at me. What's the Crash Team Racing version? Uh, I can't even remember. I haven't played it for a while, but I'm confident oh, I'd be really good at it. Wow. So it sounds a bit derivative of Mario Kart. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it was certainly the the PlayStation alternative to Mario Kart back in the day, but they right. remade it recently. So is it Crash Bandicoot? Correct, yeah. Crash ah. and all these pals. Yes. Oh, the team. Crash, yeah. <laughs> is there enough in that world no. to feel out what you no. would call a team? All, all I played, I clocked Crash Bandicoot on the, the yeah. original PS. I can't Do you remember any other? can't remember a single other character in the world. There are there are a lot of characters in the game. Even Name them. Spy, Spyro the Dragon makes a guest not appearance in this one. familiar with him. Hang on. <laughs> so he, he's not hang on. He's so there's a dragon. Isn't there a dragon in King, King Cooper? King Cooper? That's Bowser. In Bowser's Japanese, name. his name is King Cooper. Um, right. Thank you. Get your facts right, guys. Well, I try to be I try to be inclusive of the, our yeah. diverse listener base, so I'm so sorry that I didn't whitewash it for you. <laughs> 
All right, let's get back on track. Um, Who else is in the team? When you say get your facts. <laughs> oh, there's, there's Crush Bandicoot, there's Coco. Yeah, he's just his lead off with him. Yeah, yeah. there's Dr. Cortex. He's the well, bad guy. He's the Cortex. bad guy. Isn't, that, isn't that a, a, a fleecy jacket? No, Cortex. That's Gore-Tex. Cortex is Dr. Gore-Tex is waterproof. Cortex is what the grooves in our brain is are called. That's and right. that's why his name is Neo Cortex. <laughs> I'll be the judge of what mine's guy. called. Thanks, mate. But yeah, there are I'm lots not... of the, the Crash Bandicoot uh, world is very expansive. Oh jeepers! Hey, I mean, you've, by the you've way, listed, you've listed one character that I knew, which is Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Now, by the way, Mike, yeah. um, I don't think the grooves in our brain are called our cortexes. I think it's um, cerebral you know, cortex, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lobe. It's a diff- the different lobes. Oh, right. So watch just while we're talking about emails blowing up this week. <laughs> yeah. You watch the neuroscientists get onto that one. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Hamish and Andy, on a recent episode you called a groove of the brain cortex. I really hope it's not the name of the grooves. <laughs> I'm, I'm dug in sure, on that one. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, let's. Do you just, know what? We're probably a step back. We are a long <laughs> way off topic. Here. I reckon there'll be more Crash Team Racing support in the emails than guess what, mate? Cortex. We're not talking about this game that no one's heard of. We're actually talking about Mario Kart, the, the game that, that everyone's... Exactly. As a non-gamer, have played it. Love it. Have played, are familiar with. Yeah. Here's the skill that um, Sam's mate Tom can do. Hmm. He can hear the soundtrack from any Mario Kart circuit and tell you the track. So you can hear the music that goes with the track and he can tell you the track. Uh, is that impressive? Uh well, I couldn't do that, but I could do it with many other games. Like, okay. I could say this is the theme from this world. But, like, there are lots of tracks in Mario Kart. They all have unique songs. Well, Tom's standing by. Tom, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry, Tom. I hope that you're not paying per minute for this phone call. Yeah, if you're calling, on a phone card. Yeah, calling <laughs> from bloody America or something. Tom, ahoy to you. Ahoy. Um, I'm still awake. <laughs> Just. Tom, we went, we had a slight detour. We were, um, as we were sort of like driving Melbourne to Sydney and accidentally went through Perth to talk about crash team racing. But so do you know this, the crash bang racing? <laughs> <laughs> crash bang, what a race. Do you know crash bang, what a race as well, that game? I have no clue. You've never heard no of does. Crash, no crash team racing? Is that what it's called, Mike? It's called crash team racing, yes. Yeah. Tom, have you ever heard of it? No, no clue. No, no one has. Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, I mean, I, I feel like most gamers would have heard of it, so I'm already sceptical about your gaming prowess. Tom, how many... <laughs> Tom, forget the negging from Mike. How many tracks in Mario Kart? Um, there would be... You've got the, the Grand Prix tracks and then you've got a few extra tracks that you have, like, a few minigames on. Just a just as, just, I mean, sorry, sorry to wrap you up. <laughs> you all, the, all my yeah, patient I mean, credits. Got, we've we've got, got to give some flaw to Tom. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tom, but my patient got Wayne got stolen from Mike over here, banging on. 30, 32 Grand Prix tracks. Oh, okay. So that gives me an idea of 32 songs. That's all he knows. He knows 32 songs. Is that is that oh, boy, Tom, No, I've, I feel like we've got we've had Mike in here. Um, you know, going on about Crash Bandicoot Kart. Mm. And why didn't they call it Crash Bandicoot? 
Yeah. <laughs> too late? Is it if, too late? You, if, you, if you love him so much, Mike, why don't you like, send him a letter and tell him that? It's probably not too late, Mike, because no one knows about the game. <laughs> you can re-release it. It's only been played by one person and his friend who didn't have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Think about um, it, Mike. So, thirty-two. He's he's he's, he's remembered thirty-two songs. Tom, is it an impressive skill when you when you show it to people? I think if they're familiar with Mario Kart, the songs can kind of blend together a bit. So, mm. the expertise is is picking up on those small little details. Okay. What are the What are two of the songs that are closest together? What tracks? <laughs> Well, there's four Mario, or there's, there's three Mario circuits and a Mario raceway, and they all kind of sound the same. Okay, okay. But you're able to pick them? Yeah. <laughs> Mike, does that impress you? Well, the 32 number, is that just coming from the most recent iteration of Mario Kart, which is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Because there are seven more before that. This is from the Nintendo Wii. I'm, I'm oh, a bit so old school. Mario Kart Wii from 2007. That's 14 years to learn 32 songs. Get so. him out of here. Get him out of here. he's been doing it full time. And he's just finished. <laughs> Mike is not helping anymore, I don't think. No. Yeah. no I, think Mike, Mike, I think Mike's cost Thomas Mike, Mike, the get show. Out, get out. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Good, good it, knowledge of the date of release, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, Tom, it's, it was unfortunate, but this is the kind of rigour we have to put these type of tests through yeah. because we've got our resident gamer here who does know his stuff. Um, and I'm just worried that it's not going to make muster. Still a great special skill, but, you know, is it more of a amateur sport rather than kind of Olympic level? I would argue that it's it's towing the line a bit. I don't think it's a clear-cut special skill, but uh, in the right audience, it'll be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, to the right audience. But that's, that's, a, that's a, that is a good point because yeah. what we try and do with special skills, it's like the Olympics. Yeah. It's sort of like, well, I don't watch rhythmic gymnastics all year round, no. but every four years yeah. I will appreciate the best. Yes. So really the Olympics is about kind of taking niche sports and making them wild, widely accessible. So That's what we do, yeah. By your own admission, I suppose, you, if you are saying, okay, wouldn't might not be widely accessible, I'd like to offer you this chance, Tom. Mm. Since Mike has been the cause here of perhaps um, taking the wind out of the sails a little bit, mm. would you like to uh, issue Mike some sort of video game challenge? Oh, some great. sort of... Um, it can be Nintendo-based. I know he's got a Switch. It can be over in the Crash Bandicoot system, although I'd suggest not. That no. seems to be his specialty. Yeah, good luck finding it. Um, and he's got the only copy. Yeah. Uh, would you like to, do you reckon, what, what do you think you could beat Mike at? Oh, would you think... like to nominate the challenge? Or it could be like a, it could be a quiz-based challenge too. Uh, yeah, a quiz on, on Mario the World maybe? Like Mario, Mario the World quiz. How do you feel about that, Mike? He's, not, he's, he's, he's just immediately nodding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, we'll, you can't we'll, smoke a cigar in here, Mike. <laughs> we will book this in. Um, Next week, do we take, do we, does he take on the Mario the World quiz? Yep. Let's do we'll that. Organize. Tom we'll organise. Tom versus Mike. It'll be a showdown at noon. Mm. Um, and uh, bring, your, bring your best facts. We'll work out. We'll tell you during the week 
what you can't study it up. Actually, we will just tell you on the day what the contest will be. Mate, Tom's Tom's going to study. He spent the last fourteen years learning thirty-two songs. He's exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. Tom, thanks very much, mate, and uh, we'll come back to you. Cheers, lads. See you, mate. Oh, Mario, the world quiz. Hey guys, Mike here from the Hamish and Andy team. That brings us to the end of another episode of the Hamish and Andy podcast. But if you want to hear more Hamish and Andy, make sure you go and check out The Remembering Project. New episodes from season two are out every Monday. And this week for episode 16, we hear about one of the boys' many community campaigns that they've thrown their weight behind. 2007, we were big for pushing kids' meals for everybody. Ah. Great campaign. Well, yeah, one of the things we've been most passionate about. Obviously, we've moved on to probably better charities to work for now. Did we get um, still? It was a, still a good cause. Let us have nuggets. Let us have little spaghettis. Let adults order off kids' menu. Slight backlash, and understandably too, from the hoteliers and restaurants going, "Hey, we don't make any money off the kids' meals. We're yep. just giving them because the parents are there, usually drinking. Mm. Um, that's where the cash is. Yes, we can't." But you feel like a mini bolognese. I do all the time. Mm. My favourite thing to order off room service along with the Nazi Goreng. Yeah. I can't have a full bolognese and a full Nazi, mm-hmm. but I'll often order a Nazi mm-hmm. and a kid's bolognese and then lie when the room service person gets here saying, oh, thanks, my daughter's she's just in the toilet. <laughs> She'll enjoy that. <laughs> it's okay to order it. You don't yeah, I know, need to I know, lie. but you feel, you feel <laughs> self-conscious because self you've ordered two mains. So that was an important... From my memory, we had Vanessa Ramarossi either personally singing kids' menu for everybody (laughs) or we just sung over it, which is probably more More the case. More likely. To hear the full episode, just type in Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project wherever you're listening to this podcast. New episodes every Monday and, of course, the main podcast every Thursday. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.